song that daddy in it i'm hard dad but i'm not that hard dad i guess i'm a hard bod but i'm not that hard bod <gasps> dads don't have hard bods yeah oh there's got... an ed sheeran cover of one that's like um the shape of you except for there's one that's like a remix or parody of it that's called but because i'm a dad and it's really fantastic the shape of you but because i'm a dad yeah it's like in it's the song, like this, the music of The Shape of You, but it's been redone. To I don't be... even know the music of The Shape of You. I prefer. Because the... I'm in love with The Shape of don't You. Don't sing that song. I hate that song. But uh, I prefer the. Uh, I'm between a rock and a hard place. I prefer the Weird Al Yankovic parody, The Pancake of You. <laughs> that's, that's my preferred parody of The Shape of You. Uh, welcome to KinkCast. It is a podcast. Is that real? No, not okay. at all. It sounds like it would be. Welcome to KinkCast. It I is a him. podcast about kinks, alternative sexual lifestyles, and fetishes, all from a academic, psychological, and sex-positive perspective. You consider us academic? No, not even for... I don't consider myself academic. I consider you academic 99% of the time, and Chris academic 50% of the time. Mm. Myself... Maybe two. <laughs> it's the, the 1% the material that she has written for every episode. Yes. Which has been in steep decline yeah. in the past, the past month but or hey, so. We, we, we come and we, we talk about shit, but also we have a good time. Yeah. We, well, we usually just, we I, don't have, I don't have so much like personal opinion on some of the episodes that we've done, some of the research that we've done on, on some of this stuff. But this time, I definitely do. So I'm like, and ready, I've got some opinions. I'm ready for this. I can, I can fill some time talking today. I always yeah. have opinions. Yeah, I mean, I just talk. <laughs> um, so today's topic is going to be DILFs, mm-hmm. which if you know what MILF means, then you know what DILF means. It's a dad I'd like to fuck. Oh, it's not a pickle? No. It originally started off oh. as a filth. Foul father, father, I'd like to I don't fuck. like the sound of that. And father. they were like, no, father. this is not doing it. So they had to change it to dad, I'd like Who's to Who's they? Fuck. The father. internet collectively? Yeah, the collective internet consciousness. Okay. Um, yeah. But yeah, so today's episode is not just going to be about necessarily like DILFs. It's mostly going to be kind of about like the dad bod. Mm-hmm. That's going to be the heart of today's discussion. Well, there's kind of two different kind of things going on today because there's dads in general and yeah. what dads kind of bring to the the kinky game yeah kid um well <laughs> but there's more than that like it's, it's kind usually of, what they bring as we like talk about like the mythos of sexuality there are certain like archetypes and the dad is is, is kind of one of them because the dad has certain qualities that separates him from a young man yeah sure. you know they're virile well yeah but they can get yeah. you preggart well, so mm, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. Yes, Chris, they can get you pregnant. Got, got, got good swimmers. So I felt like. <laughs> Strong seed. For today's episode, God damn it! For today's episode, we would go around the circle and say our personal dilf, and I have a new one. So I'm ready. I'm ready to go whenever. But I think we should start with Dana because I think oh. she's she's piping at the seams with the. Her yeah, DILF. Yeah. She is going to pull out a list. Her big old no, DILF crush. I'm not going to pull out a list. Um, I found all the things that I need to get me going in one in one link today. Um, they were announcing that, you know, Chris Pratt has his dad bod back. And as much Who's as I... Who's they? Who's they? They. The <laughs> internet. The internet. The collective internet. Actually, it was BuzzFeed. I think it was BuzzFeed. Yeah. They don't count for jack shit. You know what? They give me pictures of dad bod... Chris Pratt and I'm all about it. So they're not—they're um, like the new Entertainment Weekly, except with less effort. 
Yeah, probably. Entertainment, well, no, they're Entertainment Weekly, except they take a small sticker, the size of a Made in China sticker, mm-hmm. and it says, feminism good, racism bad. Mm-hmm. And they just slap that onto nonsense cartoons and then pat themselves <laughs> on the back. They're yeah. the fucking Oscars. Uh, I've heard, I have heard that there are different uh, departments that are decent, but... Okay, but that's not even what we're talking about. about We're talking about dads. Buzzfeed's new breaking news that Chris Pratt has dad gained five pounds. Yeah, and and like the fact that he's a dad, and the fact that he's a good dad, and he's like involved with his children, and he like is a provider and takes care of them, and he cares for somebody other than himself. He's also a goofball. Makes my ovaries want to explode. So there's that. So I think uh, I think I've got my my dilf. I think I've got the ultimate dilf, and I just stumbled upon it last night. Mm-hmm. I was hanging out with a friend, and we were getting kind of stupid, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So we we're kind of relaxing. We turned on Netflix. We we're gonna watch a movie, and I saw a film that I've been told I should watch since I was ten years old, but I've just never bothered and sat down and watched it. Barney finally sat down and watched a movie that is very much like a part of my DNA. And it just so happens to be the greatest DILF story of all time. Gremlins? I'm, of course, talking about Gremlins' close cousin. <laughs> if Gremlins had a baby with Ghostbusters, <laughs> what would you get? Gremlins 2? Fucking Poltergeist. You've never no, seen Poltergeist? Uh, I've never seen Poltergeist. That's on Netflix? Such a good fucking movie. Honestly, one of the best movies I've ever seen in my the life. The one that was secretly directed by Steven Spielberg. Yeah, but to- Toby Hooper has his name on it. Yeah. Yeah, it's one of the best movies I've ever seen. It's also weird because that came out the same day as E.T., so Steven Sp- or Spielberg secretly had the top two releases of that week. Well, I mean, he was uh, he was just flying high on coke and eating out George Lucas' asshole. Anyways, Ooh, who doesn't? Uh, Craig T. Nelson in that movie. I thought you were gonna say George Lucas. <laughs> no, Craig T. Nelson. What a fucking dilf. Like, what, oh, yeah. what a textbook definition of a dilf. Because like, when you imagine the opposite of a dilf, it's very much the opposite of a milf, which uh-huh. is like the opposite of a milf is like a Hooters waitress. When you know MILF, she's she's got she's got a job. She's got mm-hmm. kids to take care of. Yeah, she doesn't have time for any of this random hookup bullshit. <laughs> and, and then you look at Craig T. Nelson, like what a great dad. He doesn't mm-hmm. spank his kids. He's a goofball, but he's like at the same time like hyper masculine. He smokes weed with his wife, and he's a coach. And he he's a coach. Is that what he does? Well, he famously played a coach. Yeah, that's Craig T. Nelson. I'm talking about the dad from the Poltergeist. Yeah, Carol Ann's dad, coach. whatever his name is. Coach, Coach Carol Ann. Stacy's dad, I really want him bad, would seem to. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, Craig T. Nelson is the ultimate DILF. He's just, he's got that, like, certain amount of, like, rugged ugliness where, like, he's kind of got a belly. Yeah. Like, he's hairy. And he's just not that as cute as he probably was in high school. But, (laughs) goddammit, like, you, you just love him so much. You just want to fondle that beer belly Mm -hmm. and have him hold you and say, protect you yeah he'll probably have sex with you and then just like you know like tuck you into bed mm, like the way and they then yell. leave yeah mm. <laughs> uh, poltergeist was a deeply sexual experience for me what an attractive mom and dad that was in that movie oh i thought you were talking about that. the little uh short person with sunglasses she looked like someone i used to date and i made that joke several times oh i thought episode. she looked like kim jong-il Ooh. she also did that too <laughs> yeah uh, huh. Who's a DILF? Mm. Uh, any of the dads from Rugrats. Tom Selleck. Tom Selleck? Yeah. Uh, no. He's got the eyebrows. I can't think of any DILFs. You can too. No, I really can't. John Locke. 
John Locke's not a father. He's a father figure. To Walt. You can pick Daddy Trump. Yeah. Uh, you were just I'm talking good. about how handsome he is. I always do. I can't keep me from talking about how handsome he uh, is. Kevin Spacey in American Beauty. Yeah, he is a dilf. He does get super buff and uh, tries to fuck that little girl. That's terrifying. What an interesting conversation we had <laughs> today. You know, they don't make as much movies about suburbia as they used to. Uh, I think I've got one. Okay. Uh, Seth Rogen from uh, that one movie where he knocks that girl up. Yeah. What an odd Wait, is he knocked up? Yes. <laughs> that would be the one. He's funny. He's got the dad kind of goofy body. He does. He doesn't actually have kids, but, you know. He has one. But he acted one. Yeah, in the movie. He there you one. go. There you go. That's and basically sure that the same. And that kid's probably like 12 or something by now. Most fathers just act the part anyways. So. Oh. Ouch. Snap. I'm uh, sorry. I'm just kidding. Just the dad bod is entirely set. You can have a dad bod without being a dad. I have a dad bod. But I think what a lot of folks don't understand. Don't. Yeah, I do. No, you don't. Fuck you. I do. Is that and, it's and hot. I'm about to, I see dad I'm complimenting myself, not insulting myself here. I think that the dad bod is usually misconstrued as being like a chubby man, mm-hmm. and I don't think that's the case. I think that the dad bod is someone who's super athletic with a layer of fat coating it. Because mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like to truly be the dad bod, you have to be like, oh, he's kind of out of shape, but he could fuck you up. Yeah. Like a big old gorilla. Yeah. I don't. Uh, okay. what, what does it mean to you? Let's let's kind of define it. I think it means it. like a beer belly. Yeah, but on a powerful guy. I don't like, think being powerful is part of it. Okay, if you took Elijah Wood, all right, uh-huh. to, to imagine Elijah Wood uh-huh. and just put nine hundred pounds on him, <laughs> would you call that a dad bod? <laughs> no, no, I would fucking call him the blob from okay. X-Men. What about um, you take uh, Jack Torrance from The Shining? As he appeared from uh, Jack Nicholson's performance. Yeah. Would you call that a dad bod? I would say a little chunkier because he's very skinny. He's too skinny. Movie. Yeah, exactly. I, I think dad bod impl- implies a belly and it implies hairy. Well, I think you're talking about dad bod. Let's talk about dilfs because that's like a good place to start. You can't separate the two. You can. You can because there's lots of dilfs that don't have dad bods and there's lots of people that have dad bods that aren't dads. So... Um, Dilfhood isn't all about like gooey Kodak moment cuteness. A premium Dilf doesn't care that his six month old has projectile puked all over his Zegna cable net. He gets up at 4 a.m. for feeding duties, has been beautifully de, uh, deslupsized, I don't know what that word is, <laughs> by fatherhood, and now has more important adorable things on his mind than his own vanity. Uh, Facebook updates. Or a dusty vintage trainer collection. Crucially, Alpha Dilf still manages to look hot as he heads for the sand pit. Uh, the grooming regime is still in place, but it's cloaked along with his iPhone at the dinner table. He doesn't have recalcitrant lengths of cat gut sprouting from his nose. His what? buns are still tight. His buns are still tight-ish. And he hasn't yet succumbed to the horrors of the wife-selected mail-order clothing. Um, these elements make our Dilf gold standard marriage material, despite the fact that he's probably already married. Dads become Dilfs whenever they embrace fatherhood, when they strap on the shearling and calfskin papoose, and when they give up Sunday morning hangovers in favor of swing-pushing sessions. The pre-Dilf dad used to pilot his kid's pram around the park using an uninterested one-handed grip, walking on the offside of the vehicle, freehand shoved into his pocket, giving the impression that he would rather be anywhere else. Why? Well, fatherhood used to scare a man. It meant that one chapter... Oh my god. What the fuck are you reading? Stop. 
<laughs> Introduce it if you're going to read a goddamn textbook for 30 minutes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I thought this was a pretty good, accurate depiction. Yeah, but you're just reading someone else's words. Yeah, because we're to, trying to define it. I have it. to go take phone calls if you don't mind. I'm sorry. I'll be one moment. Give it a minute. We'll take a break. Give it a minute. We'll take a break. Give it a minute. We'll take a break. Break, 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 break. This is an intermission song. You gotta give it on. I wanna do da 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 Dana, stop reading so much. Oh my gosh. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry that I yelled at you and I had time to reflect. It's fine. That you know it what? Was wrong. We Sometimes took a, a dad break. needs to put you in the pl- in, in your place. Yeah, it got way too heated, so we had to take a short break. Yeah. Had to go take a shower. We, we, we were yelling at each other for about 45 minutes. That was all cut. A lot of drama here at KingCast. Yeah. No, you found a Washington Post article that said whether you are or are a dad bod based off nothing but height should, versus should, weight matrix. It's should BMI. Not, yeah. Yeah. Should we not discuss what Dana just read? Oh. Basically, it's just one of the parameters. Okay, so that was from GQ, by the way. That that entire Gentlemen's like, Quarterly. Thing. Now that is a fine <laughs> newspaper. <laughs> well, it just made me laugh because it's like, okay, if you're a guy, you're probably like curious, like, oh, what is dead bod and why is this? A, why is this a thing? Um, but it kind of makes sense that, you know, that would be in um, a magazine or something like that, basically explaining what it is, because there are some people that are really into it. Um, but basically, the the high and low of the whole thing is that basically, you know, a DILF is somebody who um, has, got has a child, <laughs> has a child, is able to care about somebody other than themselves and, you know, wants to be involved in their children's yeah, lives. He's got like a 40 so, pound tumor that just hangs out with them every week. So somebody who's actually like into dads um, would find that to be pretty appealing because, I mean, it has a lot of the qualities of somebody you might want to stay with. So this is somebody that's already gone through the rebellious stage that I want to fuck everybody stage. Like this is you're like this is like prime settled down material. Yeah, but I think a lot of this is, and I would stand by the argument you don't necessarily have to be a dad. No, I think it can be generalized as being attracted to someone middle aged. Because yeah. we get into this weird binary of young versus old. We do yeah. that with men and women. Where sure, it's, it's this weird. I, I hesitate to call it ageist because that's that's so like uh, that's so reactionary. But, but it is true. Like if a if you're under twenty five and a woman in porn, you're a teen. Yeah, if you're over 25 and a woman in porn, you're a milf. Yeah, it's that more. There's like there is no middle age, quote unquote. You're kind of like right. you're in your 20s or you're in your 40s. Well, that's right. not true. And it's the idea of fucking an old man would be gross. Sorry, old men. And then young men kind of suck. Mm-hmm. Have you ever gone to a bar and seen like an 18 year old with a fake ID, regardless of gender orientation? They, yeah. they suck. Yeah, you could. It gets up to like twenty three. Yeah, they all suck. I and I look back on my own memories of being a twenty two year old, and God, I just fucking sucked. You have yeah. memories from them? No, not very many. <laughs> I remember wandering the streets drunk and texting people. <laughs> I thought, but that's about it. I, I imagine your memories are like that huge age difference. There's Gremlins, <laughs> and then there's today. Yeah, more or less. Uh, I did a lot of wandering around. I have no idea how I got from place to place. Did I even know how to drive? But yeah, I, I think that there's this there's this kind of uh, 
trade-off of you're not fucking a man at his prime, and therefore mm-hmm. he doesn't look like a man at his prime. But eventually, because of the st- stability yeah. and because of the lesser drama, you end up physical more prime. physically attracted mm-hmm. to someone. You're not, you're not fucking a man in his physical prime. No. You're but, fucking a man possibly in his... Yeah. monetary prime. and mo- emotional prime. <laughs> but if well, it's another thing implied by by dad bot is that like mm-hmm. the, the dilf thing implies financial stability and emotional stability and, and emotional stability might genuinely be a bigger cornerstone than a beer belly precisely and i think that's what we're getting at the, there's that's why i'm saying that there's a distinction between dilf and dad bod because dilf is like a a small sliver of time in a man's life you know like whether you become a dad or not, there's this like dilfism, uh, or you know, dilf ability or whatever you want to call it. That's kind of like a moment in time, like I don't know, a milestone of like, okay, this is you've reached you know dilf status. But then there's also like dad bod, and that's like more the physicality yeah. of the thing because there are lots of people I know that are in their early twenties and and you know up into you know their early forties that really have this dad bod despite having no kids. So I'm gonna um, I'm gonna or make still living that frat life. My personal checklist of of what a what a DILF means. Uh, uh, here are my requirements of what a DILF would be. Okay. Um, can afford a two thousand dollar ER trip that will not bankrupt him. That's like that's like his base level of financial you, security. You have literally just gotten rid of ninety nine percent of America. I was about to say um, they've done studies. If there's a four hundred dollar unexpected bill, ninety percent of America cannot afford that. Maybe if we're looking at the generation like slightly above us. So let's say a for the upcoming I mean, I have that money saved away. But like I'm okay. not I'm not like the one percent or anything like that. I make teacher salary. I, Harsh. I think you make more than teacher salary. I do not make most teachers I know make more than me, but I'm getting into a weird okay. territory I don't want to talk about. Um <laughs> I think At you're more rate. concerned about the financial aspect than the actual lifestyle. But that's aspect. A, that's a huge part of. I, I guess I was just using it as one differential, and then it was mm-hmm. leading into a joke of you are a you are a dilf if you are no longer harassing your ex girlfriends when you're drunk slash lonely. Mm-hmm. You know how to file your own taxes. Yeah, that's a I've known how to do that since I was eighteen. You're there a you weird go. anomaly. You're a dilf. It's, it's a normal thing. You're a dilf, and you've got a dad. Bond. It's super easy, and a dad beard. Ignore the holes in my wall from filing taxes. It's super easy. <laughs> you can re- perform like at least a base level amount of uh, home repair mm-hmm. and automotive repair. Not like extensive or anything. Mm-hmm. Just like a very base level. Like you can repair a wall outlet yeah. or so, some shit. Also, Tommy wants to fuck me. Also, dilfs. <laughs> also, dilfs aren't like gonna like call their mommy and daddy for help. Yeah. They've reached that point their own where daddy. yeah, they're they've reached that point where like if something happens, they're like. I know what to do about this in this situation. There's a, a certain amount of wisdom, I think, involved in there, too. Like, somewhere between, like, I'm still learning this shit. Like, you've 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 moved beyond the one man, a can, and a plan cookbook. But you're not quite, like, you know, Gandalf the wizard, like, super wise. <laughs> Any hoozles. I've never been one man, a can, and a... Whatever. <laughs> hey, a lot of college kids are. A lot of college guys are. Yeah, I know. I, I live with some of them. Yeah. You have to start somewhere. Yeah. But hey, it's kind of like Between being space. a kid and being a grown-up, you go through a lot of strange phases that don't have names. And mm-hmm. no one goes to the same place at the same time. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of 18-year-olds who are genuinely stupider than some 10-year-olds. That's a real-ass thing. Yeah. I know. I 
I've met some of them. Yeah. Met and we have a weird culture that like loves to take 18-year-olds and say, hey, mm-hmm. just get so drunk you throw up until you are genuinely brain damaged because that's normal. Right. But that's outside of the today's topic, I guess. And well, then that's, that's not a, really cool. That's a problem cool. unique to the United States. but Yeah. And then it's like not cool anymore when you're like 23. Yeah, suddenly you hit this like harsh line where like, hey, you can't be sitting around throwing up from drinking. That's not normal anymore. Yeah, yeah, you have to have built up enough of a tolerance <laughs> that you can do shots all night long and then, you know, be perfectly fine the next morning. When you've reached that stage where you're like, I will have a glass of water in between these beers. Like, <laughs> I did a better job of that when I first turned 21 than I do now. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Much you better You are job. an anomaly. Well, nobody's going to fit into There's always going to be, you know, outliers, I guess, for this sort of... Well, because people know. are individuals. Yes. And you can't, you yeah. can't, we talk about this all the goddamn time. But it's um, interesting to see the kind of, I don't know, the ways that this is kind of a deviation from the norm. Um, a lot of people, you know, are like, and especially when it comes to like traditional... Um, masculinity, like, you know, traditional expectations for, like, you know, movie stars and things like that. John Krasinski of The Office fame has gone from, like, being, like, dad bod material to, like, breaking out and getting, like, super buff for all the movies he's in now. I would actually, like... He's got a beard, so he is a dad bod. I I would say that it's actually less of a deviation from the norm rather than it's something that's finally been, like, illuminated. Yeah! Because it feels like if you watch, like... If you look at pop culture from the last 50 years, I mentioned Craig T. Nelson from 1982. Yeah. There were people going to see Poltergeist in that year, and they had no idea what a DILF was. Mm -hmm. But people were leaving that theater and saying, wow, I was so so much more handsome. My seat is soaked. (laughs) My seat is like like that fucking pool they were building in that movie. (laughs) Corpses popping out of it. (laughs) Filled with bones. (laughs) I think you're right. I think you're right. You know, I said it wrong. I think it's a deviation from more traditional masculinity. It's a deviation that that it's becoming a mainstream thing that has a name that people are talking about. I think we have talked about it on a previous episode, uh, or at least I've talked about it with Dana Mm -hmm. uh, off air, that... uh, the Dilf bod or the dad bod mm-hmm. uh, grew out of the uh, the gay community, yeah, out of the bears, and uh, then it became like more accepting for uh, like women to be like, oh no, I'm into that. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm I'm not into like the Magic Mike dudes. Like, right. I am actually into that, and like it became a popular thing because it became more socially acceptable when, like, you know, gay guys were like, ooh, I love that that big old belly. <laughs> but I think there's something psychologically there, too. So, like, if you have somebody who is who is working out all the time, who is completely self-centered and focused on their, you know, physique, um, they're going to have a harder time maybe being emotionally available for a relationship that's, like, really rewarding for both parties. Yeah. So I, I think that's why, that's that's one reason why a lot of people are like, hey, I'd rather go for somebody who's maybe not trying to be, you know, a, you know, I don't know, like a supermodel man. Well, yeah, and I mean, not to stereotype, but there's definitely a certain personality quirks that we associate with men who are in really great shape, mm-hmm. and those are not always the best personality quotes. I mean, right. I say that. There are, there are people out there who look like Jason Momoa who are yeah. genuinely kind and sweet. Not everyone who has a six-pack, and this goes for women too, not every like Instagram model who gets called a 10 is a mm-hmm. terrible person. That, right. that's, that's just like a weird stereotype. But <clears throat> we do have... Uh, Counterculture has always had a strong sense that, like, 
the beautiful people mm-hmm. are kind of shitty. Yeah. Could, well, we've all seen, especially our generation, we've all seen stupid Jersey Shore. Yeah. Like we know and they, it could be goes. like a like a subconscious thing where like we know like people who aren't as attractive, aka me, have to adapt other seals to appeal to the opposite sex. Yeah. Like having so really gray could, hair. You could subconsciously not even pick up on that, but like, oh no, I'm used to or as a like a woman looking at a guy with a dad bod, I'm more attracted to the dad bod because most of the guys that I've found like funny or like that I've dated and have treated me really well have had dad bods. And it might be because they've had to adopt other or adapt other uh ways of picking up women they're more physically well-rounded <laughs> as well as like um personality that, is more that was well-rounded not a, no written material on that one <laughs> but you know uh you know what this kind of reminds me of mm-hmm. this reminds me of was it the ancient greeks or the romans who were really into uh art with men with tiny dicks that's every civilized culture yeah. They were there was that stereotype that tiny dicks meant a better like, meant every smarter. every quote yeah. civilized culture has looked at the quote savage culture and stereotyped the savages as having giant Big old dicks. dicks. But and I, that I, more civilized people have lesser dicks. It was a big thing in English literature that uh, Irish people had giant dicks, and Ooh. that's why a lot of people, um, I guess, during you know colonial England, were going into like Africa and stuff, and were bringing some of them back pickled because they were like, look, Jesus look Christ. at how, how, you know, awful these people are because well, they're so also, uncivilized. It's also like a little prank. It's like, hey, you want to want a pickle? This is terrible. <laughs> this is terrible. We are not that show. Tragedy plus time equals comedy. Tommy. Yeah, that's still a little fresh. We're still feeling those scars. Um, anyways, I read a whole book on it. It was I, really fascinating. I only brought this up because I think it's something kind of similar. Mm-hmm. Is It's taking a physical attribute and saying, hey, this means something about the person. And, and it's trying to say something about personality through the physical body. Of, hey, that guy over there, he's got a tiny dick. He must be really smart. Mm-hmm. And it's that same line of kind of honestly stupid reasoning being mm-hmm. applied in a modern culture of, hey, that guy's kind of got like a little bit of a beer gut i bet he's kind of cool i bet he's kind of funny Uh but i mean there's other physical attributes to go in with that as well he's probably probably a good cook he's probably a good hugger yeah probably funny probably a little bit nerdy probably watches uh, marvel movies doesn't like the dc movies because they take themselves too seriously probably talk to you about uh probably talk about video games see i'm already interested i'm already interested Uh, he likes he likes harry potter books i'm ready to date this person but the new ones are kind of for kids the Newt Scamander movies. See, that's where you're wrong. Oh, no, they're just bad. Oh, they're just bad? You yeah, know what? The second one's just bad. You know what? You were attractive, more attractive before you said that. There, there's, uh, rumor, <laughs> there's rumors that they are uh, hiring a uh, screenwriter for J.K. Rowling because they're like, oh, she can't write movies. She can only write books. Go ahead, write the story. We'll have someone fix it for you. you should, I wish you at home could see Dana's face because it's the rage of a thousand krakens. We don't talk shit about J.K. Rowling. Uh, she can't write a screenplay. To the dad bod probably has like an old shitty tattoo from like a shitty band that he was in when he was nineteen, but like it's kind of like fattened up. Uh, he's probably on three podcasts: a movie podcast, a sex podcast, and um, some kind of literary review cast. You never told me about your third podcast. Uh, he probably wears like ripped clothes everywhere he goes, <laughs> and uh, it's kind of just like squirrely looking, like homeless chic. Wait, how do you do a literary review podcast when you barely read? <laughs> uh, <laughs> you don't know what I do in my spare time. What's the last book you read? 
My own. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, no. Don't ask me questions about that. Thank you. I like how you're like just doing a little bit of advertising. I'm just, I think that like what I like about this is usually there'll be a fetish that like I'm kind of interested in. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, this is interesting to me. But very rarely am I like the subject of one. Yeah. And I feel like very much like, oh, I'm the specimen of this week. No way. You are too skinny. I'm not that skinny. I've you are gotten, too skinny. I have gained so much weight this year. I'm not trying to be I, like, oh, a, I'm not trying to be a pity party because I think I look good, but I got a gut. Bragging about buffing up. I see. Hey. Gained uh, so much weight. If you're looking for, um, uh, I don't know, somebody to date, we have two podcasters here that are up on the, the block. I don't know. Are you taken? I don't know. That's a complicated question. I'll answer that at another time and place. <laughs> With um, the correct inquiry, we'll, we'll have a response to yeah. that. <laughs> um, but I, we, earlier, Dana, you mentioned this is kind of appropriated from the gay, from gay culture. Yeah, yeah. I and, think it actually kind of like came I from mentioned, that. Uh, yeah, it, Chris mentioned it. but or we I mentioned, kind of mentioned offhandedly, it. but it's... I feel like it's less of like straight culture appropriating something from gay culture and more of stealing terminology from gay culture for something that already exists. I think it was more yeah. normalizing it. Yeah. I mean, and that, that's always something, I mean, that happens all the time is, is, is what is the cycle is that black people come up with original stuff and then gay people steal it. And then like, it's stolen by white women and then white men steal and say, Hey, look what I came up with. Isn't that just like the cycle of anything? That's on Instagram only. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. I mean, I know that happens with or tweets. good music, you know, one or the other. Am I wrong? Tell me I'm wrong. I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm just talking about jokes, but also terms. We steal. Is Eminem gay? I don't know. Isn't he bi? Is he not Grinder? Isn't that a, isn't that an urban legend? I thought he was. Dead. Yeah, he's got a daughter. Yeah, you can't be bi. Lord knows, because you, you, earlier you had Daddy Dream Simulator up, and that entire point is all about dating men who have kids. That's awesome. Yeah. We were checking it out. It looks really. And that, that's a huge part of. I'm sure. I'm sh- well. I can't speak personally. I'm sure that is a huge part of the gay community mm-hmm. of an older man who's been straight in his life and has has recently decided he's open to men. And there's a certain mystique about that. Yeah. Um. I have I have some personal friends that have uh, dated men that have had kids in previous relationships and then um, have kind of, like, come out, I guess, as... I don't know if they can come out as gay, but... Came out as gay or Why bi. Why can't they come yeah. out as gay? People are well, always shocked Because at that. that point, like, you've already had a kid. I don't know. I guess that's another episode. That's another episode. preclude you from being gay. No, no, no. I know. I know. But I'm like, well, do you... I mean... Anyways, you also but, could have had a kid through like a adoption or like yeah. having a friend to yeah. carry it, or yeah. thinking really hard about dudes while fucking a woman. I knew I this. Guess I, now I'm thinking about queer as folk because queer as folk, like the very first episode. You say folk weird. Folk. folk, folk, folk. Um, he like one of the main characters basically like is a dad because he like donated sperm to two lesbians. So it's I also guess called like, a beard. You have a. a lady that that's more of an offensive that's, well it's yeah, a, more of a, a whole of, different thing of a, it's like a, a shamed situation this yeah is public and but positive. that's the, that could be how yeah. a lot of these guys came about is that they were you know pretending denying themselves yeah until 
they were like, you know what? I feel comfortable enough to uh, no longer date a woman. No, there's yeah. a cult out in the Arizona desert of lesbians, and they wanted to have a generation of kids that were all siblings with each other, so that way they could have one pure bloodline from their cult. That's and scary. so I was actually a sperm donor to them, and I have something like 120 children. Are you Arizona. serious? Yeah. No, and they're you're all, a fucking liar. There are 120 half-brothers and sisters being raised by this cult of white robe sun-worshipping lesbians. Yeah. How many gallons of semen did you mail? Well, it only <laughs> takes one. I mean, gallon. Dana, where do you think all that uh, stepbrother and stepsister porn comes from? Uh, My descendants uh, in the Arizona <laughs> desert. Yeah, that one. I hate that. It, I, I don't know why, but that I, I I get that that's a thing in porn. I don't know why it's such a thing. I w- I don't. It's I don't concerning. Know. We talked me. about it. I know, no, but I it, personally, I don't have I don't have the ability to find that appealing. Yeah, it's more of just like accessibility, mm-hmm. like. It's it's re- it's more relatable because it's like oh wait you know it's someone that's in the household that I can just like you know mm-hmm. walk on over to and be like well time to fuck yeah. it's a generational difference it creeps me out I watched a um, a Netflix series um, that was called Abducted in Plain Sight yeah I've heard about that you should watch it because it's like oh my gosh it's creepy Craig T Nelson is not in it though much no. to my dismay no how's that about Stepbrother and sister porn. Uh, I actually don't know. It's about a neighbor. It's about uh, the creepy neighbor that like gets really close to the family oh. and then like has sex with the dad at one point, the mom at another point, and then the daughter and abducts the daughter in plain sight. Until that last part. Wanted to give that dude a high five. Um, easy there. Easy there, pal. He's he's a creeper. He's he's a creeper. He made his way through the family. Hey, we're getting off topic here. We're veering way off it's the like, road. Yeah, it's like an are. Xbox achievement for that. Chris, what? When did you change? This show is supposed to be like a little bit like grim, but we don't celebrate like. Well, that's why I said until the last part. I did want to mention the whole reason why I think that um, I was interested in actually doing this episode in the first place is because we had talked about milfs on a different episode long a long time ago. Um, but then I started coming across a bunch of um, different like. I don't know, like stories about dad bod and they're like, it was kind of like a, I don't want to say a fad, but it was like a, a trend that started like trending across the internet for very, for a very, a very long while. Um, but I found this really fantastic, um, story online that was about how Chris Pratt has gotten really in good shape and then has the kind of like, Chris Pratt's come up I'm there. sorry, You've but already he's talked like, about this article, but I love the title and I have to say it. I have she just to say wants it. to look at those pictures of Chris Pratt. <laughs> Dana, you're biased. You're being a bad scientist right now. It's on Buzzfeed. This is against our ethics. We know it's on Buzzfeed. We talk shit about Buzzfeed like the first 10 minutes of the episode. But it says the dad bot is back and now I'm hornier than a rhino. And I love it so much because Wait, it's like, why is this a thing that Chris are attracted Pratt's to. dad bod is back or the dad bod is back? Oh, Chris, Chris Pratt's, Pratt's dad, dad bod okay. is I back. I said the dad bod is back. I was like, where did it go? That's why I removed Chris Pratt so you don't have to say his name again. Oh, thanks, Dana. <laughs> you made that explicitly clear for me. Um, <laughs> I still think he is too muscular to count as the dad bod, but so that's my own personal opinion. I have to, I have to ask, what do you guys think? Do you guys think dad bod is like hot? So like not I, I'll be one thousand percent like like as as honest as I possibly mm-hmm. possibly can be. I talk on this show like I'm bi. I have no attraction to men whatsoever. I would never want to touch a penis. I just I can't. 
But not even your own. Uh, no, I can't. I I don't believe he's it. A never right. nu- yeah. He's a never nude. Yeah, <laughs> he believes he believes it'll make you go blind and give you hairy palms. But I'm not so like wrapped up in heteronormativity that like the thought of being with a man is like terrifying or right. anything like that. It's You're just like something a I don't want to do. Two on the scale. Yeah, I think that's probably a good way to put it. Like so if someone if someone said like, "Hey, you have to go fuck a man. Like you have to go be with a man for a night," and I had to go like, "Okay, I'll go find a man." I would want to be with someone who had a dad bod. I would not like. I am physically repulsed by the idea of someone looking like a superhero. Mm-hmm. I'm also physically repulsed by people who are wearing superhero stuff or who have superhero logos on them. That's just another. You don't like superheroes. I hate so. superheroes. <laughs> but like the the last man I'd ever want to be with would be like some strapping young dude who looks like he's the star of a CW show. Gross. Oh, okay. yeah, uh, those are gross because they, like, make them look super young. Yeah, them. and I would yeah. also hate to be with, like, some young hairless rail. Like, I, I like the idea of, like, someone in his mid-30s who's, like, a geek. Yeah. And, like, has, has like, a beard and is very hairy. And he'll be able to talk superheroes with you. No. No, God damn he it. would hate them with him. I'd want to talk about how Game of Thrones is overrated with them. And then talk about how The Sopranos is the greatest show. And then I would call him Vito and he'd call me Johnny Cakes. That's that's really cute. Is that your next novel? No, that's from The Sopranos. Vito oh, and Johnny Cakes. I'm sorry. Uh, so, so That shows that I've watched The Sopranos. To spoil The Sopranos for you real quick. It is, uh, the greatest, uh, who cares? The, the greatest on. series, uh, the greatest think, series of all time, uh, features I a major, prefer the greatest, very, uh, very, very uh, <laughs> muscular and handsome men. If I was going to choose guys, so you would want Jason somebody Momoa. who's not a dad bod. No, Jason Momoa is gross because he's dirty looking. Oh, I fucking love fuck Jason you. Momoa. He's not dirty looking. He is. In, that's half of his appeal. Yeah. It, he yeah, does. Is that he's like grungy. He does kind of look like a cigarette butt. I'll yeah. give you that. He looks like a magician. I'll, I'll, I'll let you have that one. He looks like a cigarette butt. <laughs> I'm not saying it's a bad thing. That's not something I find appealing. I prefer someone who looks like Thor. <laughs> from these so Nordic, movies. Icelandic, very clean, probably like waxes. Uh, yeah, long hair. Yep. Oh, okay. So right. I as much that... like a woman as possible. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's why I went with the opposite. If, if I'm going to have to, like, go be with a man, I'm going to want to be with a man who's, like, as unwomanly as possible. So you would be into dad bod. Oh, yeah. And yeah, you I, would not. I, I would be a would, big old pair of bears. If you uh, give me any of the Chris's from any of the Marvel movies, and I'll be good. But the Chris Pratt we've already established is dad bodish. Uh, I meant from the Marvel movies, like, when he was handsome. <laughs> when he had a big old sixer packer. I don't know. Like, I'm kind of all about that Andy from Parks and Rec, Chris Pratt. I think six packs look gross on no matter who. And I'm not here to shame anybody. That's definitely yeah. a personal taste. I'm not here to be like an asshole. Be like, six pack? I'd rather have a six pack of beer. Ha ha, it's ugly. Mm-hmm. If someone wants to work hard and get that that in shape, good for them. That's fine. But I, I, a whole point of the dad bod is there's lots of folks who aren't attracted to that much musculature. Mm-hmm. And that's part of the mom bod, too. Yeah. Which is not a part of MILF. Right. You'll notice we had a MILF episode. The MILF did not talk about the mom bod. Yeah, because those are bods, different things. The mom bod is worth bringing up. Yeah. Because, like, I like the mom bod. Uh-huh. And, okay, but define that for us because I don't even know what a mom bod is. Mom bod means, I, I think if I, if I had to guess what mom bod means is uh, because of the weird double standards we have. I'll even acknowledge that I have those same double standards. It is a certain amount of chub. Okay. I but I don't I think, think it applies uh, to hairiness. The, the thick with two C's kind of thing. But it's not necessarily a BBW. I think it's it's smaller yeah, no, than a BBW. Said thick. Yeah. Like I thought thick C's. meant BBW. No. Okay. It just kind of means, and I think especially that goes, you can define the mom bod by uh, mom jeans, mm-hmm. which is just kind of like a bigger butt. 
probably bigger tits. And okay. then if I had to hazard a guess, the dad bod, while entirely being about the bod, it has emotional implications. Yeah. And I feel like the mom bod has those same emotional implications of... So mom bod could make a really good grilled cheese sandwich. She could. Well, she's not well, going to call you why? at three in the morning crying. She's very in control of her emotions. Yeah. She has a career. She has a car. And mm-hmm. you want those wide birthing hips. That's what That's I was it. first thinking about. That's what I was first thinking about was like, oh my gosh, mom bod to me just makes me think about like wide birthing yeah, you hips. Yeah, you want your Jewish mother to come up to you and say, she's got those wide birthing hips. <laughs> she also probably has like a she hobby. Proves. She probably has a hobby, yeah. Yeah, like it's something weird like painting no, on... No, like she hikes. She doesn't watch a lot of TV. She's got, like, she does no, stuff. She, she's moms, interested. Moms don't have time for hiking. Yeah, but she's got the mom bod. She's not a mom. She knows how to cook a turkey for Thanksgiving. Yeah, the mom bod can be misconstrued. I think it's actually very likely that a mom bod probably doesn't have kids. She's probably just, like, a cool spinster in That's her 20s. It's thick with two Cs. It's thick with two Cs. That's what's confusing, I think. And this is my own personal bias here. I think the mom bod implies a woman who has not had kids but just kind of acts like a cool mom. Yeah. The dad bod can go either way. You have kids or you you don't. You're just a cool spinster. So Washington Post, you need to get on that. We need a, a chart, a flow chart for if you have Oh, bod. yeah. That's going to go over well. That's going to go over real well. Yeah. Here's, here's the segment where women are attractive. <laughs> well, but no, because even dad bod isn't necessarily always considered attractive. But aren't all three of us Nazis because we're talking about a gender binary? Of course. And not saying parent having bod yeah no i i hate that but unfortunately this is the time that we live in but i think that it's fair to to kind of discuss it and i like that we've actually kind of identified a little bit of of i don't know the i I don't want to say like the female equivalent but it's interesting to see that there's you know some kind of um i don't know a way to see that there's kind of this happens on on for everybody yeah um but the thing is do we i mean i feel like Mom bod is not something that's typically found as attractive. Um, I, I depends who you're talking to, but but like mm-hmm. the idea that women are only attracted to six pack having Chris's from Marvel, mm-hmm. uh, I think that that is just as silly of an idea that men are only attracted mm-hmm. to you know Pamela Anderson. Yeah, because right. the the thick with two C's kind of movement thing has been uh, uh, gaining a lot of steam in the last few years. Uh, is thick with two C's the same as fat with PH? No, you never heard. <laughs> you never heard thick with two C's. I still don't understand what thick is, but I see a picture of Mr. Krabs. Thick, like they got that big booty. Like, I'm pretty sure like thick a, is appropriated from black from culture? black culture. Oh, most definitely. But yeah. Dana, I asked this earlier. Yeah. What thick, is like, not? Oh, that's true. Like You're a, right. Well, that's very slender, but the you know you got the 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 thing is they don't look larger. like that. They don't, like, yeah, women no. don't look like that. They average, I think the average size of most American women now is a size 16. So if I were to hazard a guess, I would say the majority of women are in this space go. of Chris women. There's a lot of furries. Mom-bod. There's a lot of furries. But it's like, it's like those, Okay, you know, so she's big, got some thighs. Big hips and, you know, it's just, uh, it's just like... A little bit bigger, like Winnie the Pooh. Enough, think, enough to jiggle, but not like slap anybody. And a slight belly. <laughs> I think that it's it's well, some of these images have like a tiny belly. Oh, you mm-hmm. know who's a good example is the mom from The Incredibles. That's a good example. Oh, that's right okay, there. That's okay, that's okay. that's a, that is, that's a mom bod right well, there. Well, but she also doesn't have any belly. Like she's well, all boobs and it's hips. Because and thighs. she has a stretchy body. Okay. Yes. Um, 
Because oh, that's yeah. realistic. I, I, I acknowledge that earlier, song though? about that girl who's talking with her mom, and her mom's like, uh, the guys want more cushion for the yeah, push. I know they lie. Oh. Because that is yeah. moving. Megan yep. Trainer. That one. Uh, they want something to hug at night or something. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. People make fun of that song. But that. That's what they're talking about. Um, but yeah, I, I think I acknowledge that at the very beginning, mm-hmm. that uh, the mom bod, is, especially in like pop culture and like pornography and images you look up, is going mm-hmm. to be less forgiving. Sure. The dad bod is allowed to be more genuinely, what the fuck is that? Why? Stop that. Chris, you're not, you're going to lose your, your right to. <laughs> it's a thick holder. <laughs> Put it back on our actual work, please. Thanks. Right. Um. Boys, <clears throat> do we need to take away the, con- <laughs> the computer? Do we want to talk about the supposed BMI that you have to be for a dad bod? Absolutely. This bullshit chart provided by the Washington Post. Yeah. The the dad bod zone is is heavily um, yeah. put on the lighter side of, it's, uh, of things. Because really, like, honestly... I think they just defined it as overweight. They didn't define it as, like... Okay, my exact weight is listed there as like the as as the dad bod beginning. Well, that's because they did it by BMI. If you know anything about BMI, it's BMI it's, is bullshit. BMI yeah. is bullshit. Yeah. But they did 25, 26, 27, 28, and twenty nine on BMI. To the uninformed, body mass index is your height by weight compared into a small figure. That figure is often biased because it does not consider frame. Your frame yeah. is how wide your body is and how thick your limbs are. Yeah. It also doesn't take into account if you have a very athletic body yeah. or if you have like a not. No, really I, I've been told that my my BMI is bullshit because I have super wide shoulders. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and mine shows me if I was to be at the smallest end of the dad zone, I'd have to weigh a hundred. zone. I would have to weigh one hundred and forty-five pounds, which I would be skinny as a rail. <laughs> I, I banish you yeah. to the dad bod zone. So it's a BMI. It's a BMI between twenty. What is that? Twenty-five, 25 and twenty-nine. That's ridiculous. The bad music awards. So, it's <laughs> um, not a W in there. I feel like it's also, also not an A. To throw a, <laughs> you, you said BMA when you were you were stumbling. Um, oh, awards. <laughs> I'm stupid. <laughs> awards. Uh, I also feel like dad bod implies a certain amount of height. I feel like you can't be four ten and have a dad bod. But who am I? To t- that's heightest of me. So yeah, that's not, that's not true. Yeah, I'm just throwing stereotypes left and right here. Um, it if is weird. Him, if you see him from really far away, everyone looks short. You know, it, it is weird how uh, I've been trying to find the right, right way to word this without coming off as offensive, mm-hmm. but the more weight you put on a person, the more eager we are to try and apply the gender binary to them. Mm-hmm. And I, I think I've expressed in the show before, I, I have a lot of open-mindedness and a lot of questions towards the gender binary. Sure. But I'm not here to dismantle it. I, I just think it's curious. I, I think it is interesting that we have these, these these terms of dad bod and mom bod, and we expect androgynous people to be thin, which mm-hmm. is kind of a stereotype that exists. Parent bod. Yeah. But, but if you think about the idea of parent bod mm-hmm. is... The kind of larger someone becomes, especially if you're sexually attracted to it, mm-hmm. how gender becomes so much more defined, the more weight a person is carrying. Well, I think it That's also... That's a good point. But I think it yeah. also might be just the way your weight settles on your body is very heavily influenced by genetics. Accentuates oh, yeah. gendered features. And so, yeah, it accentuates gender features. So if you're much skinnier, you are more likely going to look androgynous. 
Yeah, and it's much harder to be androgynous at a higher weight. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if I'm reaching any kind of actual point here. Earlier we'd made a joke, and I just want to make sure that we're not sitting around being like mischievously transphobic. Yeah, I just wanted no. to bring that up. Uh, no, and I think I think that it's important to bring that up because it's true. Some of those features are accentuated by the amount of weight. With the exception of, I, I feel like it's almost like a bell curve of like yeah. the more weight you have on you, the less androgynous you are until mm-hmm. you get to a certain point in obesity, at which point you kind of become more androgynous. And yeah. you start getting that, like, that yeah. 500 pound zone, that's where you're androgynous once again. Yeah. And yeah. I, I'm not reaching any kind of solid point. I just think it's interesting. Well, it's it is. For like, for, like, women, the first place that weight is gained is in, like, the breast and hips. Mm-hmm. Not for all women, though. Thighs. Hip, hip. Yeah. Hips, thighs. I've, I thought, I've, I've heard, per, like, and I mean, I don't mean to stereotype here, but maybe I've only heard this on TV, but I feel like I've heard this in person, too. There are women who are frustrated because they don't gain weight in their breasts. Yeah. Where, like, they, they've, they'll, like, they'll have, like, a particular, particularly, like, a it's snacky Christmas, mm-hmm. and they don't gain any weight in their breasts, and it all goes to, like, their arms or something. I mean, I know yeah. I'm frustrated with that, personally, but. I mean, that's, that's fair. <laughs> I know how much you want to have that egg shape. Distribution is really challenge, challenging, um, especially because it is so based on your genetics. Yeah. So, um, and also, like, what your physical activity is. I know a lot of people that, like, walk all day long, and yet they're still overweight, but all that weight is in their belly and arms. Well, that's awesome. But their legs look awesome. I so mean, it's like... <laughs> if, you, if you're trying to lose weight, get the number one thing to do is diet. Like, right. Uh, Working out more helps you, but mostly it just helps you tone muscle. It doesn't help you. Not if you want the dad bod. Because if you want the dad bod, all all you have to do is you have to have powerful shoulders and arms, and then it's all just chunk. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's a good point. I I was just saying, in general, if you're trying to lose weight, it's 99% through diet, and then 1% through exercise. So this is yeah, this is right. kind of I think this right. has kind of illuminated a lot of things, um, and one of which I think is really interesting because we brought up hair, um, like the the state of the dad bod is usually a little bit more hairy. Um, than, and dads are usually depicted as having some sort of facial hair. Yeah, yeah. A lot of times it does include some kind and of facial baldness hair. Slash balding is acceptable. Yeah, Even or at least a receding hairline. Yeah, baldness and balding is always acceptable, Tommy. I don't know about that. <laughs> Um, but it's interesting um, that you on, mentioned me that. Fuck you. Because <laughs> next week we're going to also talk about hair um, because we're going to talk about um, body hair. hair. Ooh, we're a gonna whole talk episode about, on body hair. Yeah, we're going to talk about body hair. And I can read my segment from Tropic of Cancer. What a way to ruin the Twitter. <laughs> oh. How are we supposed to get people to follow us when they know it next week's episode? We'll just have to do a better job at being on a podcast. <laughs> Not yeah. have to bleep that out. It's pubophilia. Oh, Jesus, you keep going. <laughs> Oh my god, it's called pubophilia. It's called pubophilia, which I think is How awesome. am I supposed to bleep all this? It's going to be super confusing. You don't need to bleep it. It's going to be super confusing. Don't beep it. You know what? This this week, maybe we don't always need surprises. No, maybe. it's, it's going to be a surprise. Stay tuned to the Twitter to see what uh, next week's episode's about. <laughs> earlier, uh, earlier, Dana, you said uh, illuminate, and you mm-hmm. kind of said it a little bit weird, and I'm reminded of one of my favorite um, posts online of all time. The Minions? Where Illumination this- Entertainment? Illumination. This person just posted on their uh, on their Facebook that they hated the Illuminati, but they spelt it Illuminate. Like, Illuminate? Like aluminum lemonade. Illuminate. <laughs> and I've always oh, thought... They spelled it with an A? <laughs> yeah, Illuminati. But like with a D and an A N A D E and Illuminati. Someone photoshopped it so that it was a bottle of Gatorade that said Illuminate on it. That's just one of my favorite things I've ever seen. sure it wasn't like... 
That sounds like it might be satirical. No, it was written in all caps, and it was oh someone complaining about the Illuminati. Which, if someone is very much, if someone is like taking their Facebook to like yell at the Illuminati, chances are they're not that bright. Yeah, right. But a lot of people that use Twitter aren't that bright, so let's just. Uh... Would you say that there's a? Uh, I'm just gonna fill the rest of our time. Well, with there's a... one other source for like the dad bod and the dad the dilf fetish. Yeah, uh, Dilbert comics. Uh, Pornhub does actually have quite a bit on the dad bod but um, and people with dad bods. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people, I can't think of the term and I tried looking it up before we started recording, but I could mm-hmm. not find it. But there is a, uh, a term in anthropology where, uh, people are, uh, naturally more attracted to their surroundings. Mm-hmm. So the more, pe- like the more people they're around, the more attracted to that kind of people. So, like, you know, if you grow up surrounded by Italian people, you're probably more attracted to Italian people. That kind of thing. Okay. And you can kind of, like, relate that with the dad. Like, you know, a a woman or a girl's first interaction with the opposite gender is her father. So her father is going to be, you know, the standard that she sets everyone else by. Yeah, like a measuring stick. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense because I've heard that a lot too. Like a woman usually looks for somebody who's very much like her dad or, and the same is, the com- the- or is the complete opposite. I've heard of both. Yeah, and the same thing with uh, little boys is that <clears throat> mm-hmm. like they usually, you know, they set everything according to their mother. Right. Which is why you see a lot of people that happen to be married to people that look a lot like their, their moms. moms and yeah. their dads. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think that could come from it too, because you you've got, I mean, if you think about it, like when you're little, we still have these preconceived notions of our parents being larger than life, yeah, because they were, yeah, for you know all of our formative years, they were bigger than us, they were giants who knew how to do everything, mm-hmm. and so when you grow up, it's like I want someone subconsciously you're not thinking about Mm -hmm. but someone who's like that because they were larger than we have this knee-jerk reaction to think that there's something like so fundamentally wrong with any kind of edible or uh ophelia complex electra Mm -hmm. electra Electra. complex which yeah the idea of actually going through with that is like stomach churning and sickening but being attracted to qualities in prospective partners who share like a few positive qualities about your parents that's not the end of the world it's not just positive qualities though well even just familiar qualities but Mm -hmm. like people freak out about that like if if you not, not someone who looks like your mom but someone who has positive attributes or even negative attributes right and finding those in partners that that was in your parents that does not mean you have an electric complex or a uh edible complex complex. it just means that you're familiar with some of these things right right which i mean i think that makes sense um we only have just a little bit more time left but i did want to go over um so we did have a suggestion um somebody wrote in and was kind of being very helpful um regarding only kind of though <laughs> a, a listener uh hey hand me uh, that bowl of chocolate i want one <laughs> no you can't eat you're I'll, not I'll, a, I'll pull away from the mic give me you're i want not one chocolate to eat on the mic i want yeah. one chocolate i'm feeling it i feel like my body's really nice don't give me the small one give me a big chocolate <laughs> You give me a big chocolate. He's developing his dad bottle a little I'm, de- I'm growing a dad bottle here. <laughs> 
Um, I feel like I, and, I didn't even and, know you liked malt balls. Or I love malt balls. It's just I like chocolate. <laughs> I, at this point, I'm at this very strange like impasse where I either need to lose ten pounds to go back to being a little bit scrawny, or I need to gain twenty and kind of commit to having more of like a gait. I need to fucking lose fifty pounds apparently, so I can get below the dad. Bo- I can get <laughs> into <laughs> and then below the dad bod threshold. Anyways, while well, well, Dana's on fan mail corner, I will be eating chocolate. Thank it's not you. fan mail corner. She's. Oh, well, actually... This is the segment where she asks, asks us her the, the numbers. Yeah. Um, she was just going to thank our listener. Yes, we had a listener write in. I don't have a in. script. We had a listener write in, um, basically suggesting that we maybe approach some of the, the data um, that I like to bring in from FetLife and other places. Uh, that's uh, another have... uh, very prominent dad bod figure. What? Data from Star Trek. Oh, um, but we should definitely approach the data portion a little bit differently, and I think that that's a great idea. Um, so Riker. I actually followed that that Riker suggestion. <laughs> I followed that suggestion, um, and I was able to look up on FetLife how many people are into and curious about um, men men with dad bod. And that's actually like a thing. Um, there are actually a lot of people that are into DILFs, which is a whole separate thing. Dad Bod um, sounds like a superhero. I've been thinking that the whole time, but continue. We need a comic that's called Dad Bod. Tommy, you want to write a superhero comic with me? There's a scene <laughs> in Star Trek The Next Generation when mm-hmm. uh, someone loses their memory and Dana Troy is trying to remind them. And they say, you know, Captain Picard, he's our wise leader. And Data, he's an android. He can do calculations at a pinpoint of a second. And Admiral Riker loves food. <laughs> and it's in the sixth season when he's just a fucking chubster. He's, uh, he's, in, he's a chubster ever since he grows his goatee. That's a goddamn dad bod right there. Yeah, he, Admiral well, Riker. I might take back my Craig T. Nelson from earlier and change that to, to Riker, who no. I keep a picture of in my wallet. But oh, he, okay. uh, he, he, the reason he grew his goatee was because he gained a lot of weight after the first season. And so it was to make a more defined chin. All right, chubby. I'm going to have you guys stop interrupting me. Oh, I'm sorry, Dana. Just <laughs> I am about trying Star- to make a just point. Just talking about Star Trek. Um, so, um, we looked this up earlier. That there, Okay, I feel like this is underrepresented because there are quite a few people that are really into dad bods. Uh, but on FetLife, it says that um, uh, there are lots of people also interested in DILFs. Um, do y'all want to make a guess at how many people oh, on are like have listed in their profiles that they are interested in DILFs? Seven. 162. 162. You know why? Oh my gosh. Because Wait, you saw me look it up. Or you looked <laughs> oh, it up online. Fuck you. It's also written right there. <laughs> Give me another chocolate ball if we're not going to take this seriously. Oh, we actually did it. Fuck yeah. Okay. Um, Damn it. Also, he ate it himself. Um, the other people listed dad bod. Um, there's like eight people that are specifically looking into, uh, curious and into people with dad bods. There's also one group, or not a group. It's not a group. Um, there are six six people. people that have listed in their profiles that they are into sexercising the dad bod. What does that mean? Which I want more information on, and I'm gonna have to do some research Is that on fucking the dad bod away. I no, I think it's literally just like watching dad bods work out. Like really? Because yeah. I would think that would make me sex nauseous. Sex is one of the most uh, uh, calorie intensive. Mm-hmm. Things you can do, yeah. But it is gross to watch a, a, an overweight man fuck. I mean, maybe it's attractive to some people. I think it looks very like graceless. We have been talking um, all episode about that. But that was what to say. What about BBWs? Because well, no. like a lot of people are into BBWs. No, no, no. So here's me. Here's my actual point. 
when you're at the beach and you see a handsome dad bod and he's like walking around and like mm-hmm. he's got his like he's, he's like out of confidence. Are you saying Tony Soprano to didn't look super handsome when he was I'll, fucking the I'll super use young Tony models. Soprano as my my example. Is you see these dad bod dudes and when they're walking around on the beach shirtless and they just kind of look confident and big, mm-hmm. that kind of looks good. When they're yeah. actually fucking and like their face is red and their belly is hanging <laughs> horizontal and their tits are going wickety wackety. Like I'll I'll say this about myself right now. Uh, standing up like straight with my back straight I can look as good as a 7 if I'm on all 4's and my belly fat's hanging towards the floor I'm like a 2 or a 3 like the body becomes a horrible thing when it's horizontal I, I'm sorry Jane, James Gandolfini fucking that Italian woman in like the 3rd season you mean every season no the, the, the one the, literally oh the one Italian girl that Tony Soprano it, sleeps with the one from Italy not the like fake Italians that live in the United States Dana's mad at us the one where he goes like to use. Italy and is like, oh, super hot Italian woman. I'm going to fuck her. I like your use of wickety wonkety or whatever you said. <laughs> the body, the male body especially, mm-hmm. if it's not, that's the one nice thing about like having a six pack mm-hmm. and like abs is you go horizontal and you look the same. Mm-hmm. Me and the rest of the dad bod world, we bend over to tie our shoes and it ain't a pretty sight. That's it what don't happens look good. with that's Just what happens with women off. in their late thirties with the face. Ooh. I'm pretty. Anyways, um, okay. I'm pretty so sure we've been talking about women that are attracted to literally that thing, though. Also, people that are into men with a dad bod, there are 41 that are into and curious. Um, as for our product corner, I highly recommend you should check out Dream Daddy Dating Simulation. Yay! Um, simulator it's online. It's by the Graham Grumps. It looks really cool. Hey, if you're going to get fucked by someone... Oh, did we lose Dana? Oh, uh, I also recommend uh, candy bars. Dana, um, are you mad at us? No, I have to pee. Uh, bowls, <laughs> bowls of ice cream. Uh, you know, just stuff that dads buy and just eat uh, without thinking about it. I've been eating a lot of mochi lately, and not like a normal amount either. I've been eating mochi like a goddamn mochi? monster. Yeah, I've been having it like every day. It's why, why I've gained weight. It's so fucking good. Well, you also drink Diet Cokes like they're fucking nectar from the gods. No, I quit for a long time. I've actually not had it for a couple of months, and Dana turned me back on. That's not it. true. You had one like three weeks ago. Yeah, I know. I just came back onto it. I've quit, and like only like two or three weeks ago, I've gotten back on okay. it. Okay. I need to quit again. Yeah, you should quit. I absolutely should quit. If you're listening right now and you drink diet soda, you should absolutely quit. It's a terrible, terrible substance. Yeah, I mean, no one should even drink any sort of soda. It's all uh, it's once all in a while. Soda, like once a month, is not the end of the world. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but drinking it on the reg. Yeah, drinking soda every day, you're going to fucking die. Yeah. You're going to die no matter what you do, but you're not going to have a healthy teeth and stomach lining. Well, you just got to brush your teeth. You just got to brush your teeth. I think that uh, part of the dad bod is also having taking good care of your teeth. But I was going to say that, uh, you, you know... You think a good dad bod is good teeth? Hey, Dana, does a good dad bod have good teeth? I think good teeth is just kind um, of... Yeah. I mean, like, not, like, excessively whitened or bleached or anything, but, like, straight I, teeth, yeah. I think that's... I think clean, healthy-looking teeth is just, like, a default for attractiveness. Yeah. Like, I think any, you Someone could be, like, a 10, and then they smile, and they've got, like rotting teeth in their mouth and it drops them down to like a one for I think a dad yeah. bod is hygienic yeah it is but it's hairy yeah it's a little unkempt I think that's the best way for me to describe it yeah, it's unkempt it, it's clean but uh not not mowed yeah <laughs> yeah it's like and a, the teeth thing only applies if you're in the US well yeah that's because as much as the United States sucks and we're destroying our teeth with sugar for some reason we're the only country with good teeth it's because of the fluoride that's which right. turns the frogs 
That's not true. Apparently, the uh, UK actually does have healthier teeth than the United States. I don't believe you. Uh, and uh, it, very strange, uh, in uh, Japan, it is very popular to uh, for women to get reverse braces to make their teeth unaligned because it makes them look younger. Same and with I do the mean stupid, like, like younger as in below 18. Not like, good. it's a whole, like, lollycon kind of thing. Yeah, we could have a whole episode about how lollycon is weird and fucked up, but I kind of don't want to do that at the same time. Yeah. Uh, so the opposite of today's topic, honestly, the opposite of the dad bod is kind of lollycon. Mm-hmm. This is the... Do you, would you not agree? Yeah, I guess it is. The polar opposite of the dad bod is a little girl. <laughs> <laughs> All uh, right. I think we did a whole episode on the dad bod. I think we did. And DILFs. And, you know, I think, I think I'm glad that we did this because I feel like ever since, yeah, ever since we did MILFs, I was like, uh uh, we've got to also do DILFs because, like, like it's, I mean, obviously MILFs had its moment and has its moment and it's still a thing that definitely exists, you know. We have to represent, be representative. Yeah. I still stand by the idea that, like, porn is like, almost like Greek gods, like it's the same 120 characters in the same situations, mm-hmm. and porn actors like embrace the same roles. Yeah. And the DILF is a very different character than the MILF. Yeah. Wildly different. Yeah. Yeah, well, uh, most porn is directed for men, which is why there's very specific categories that say for women. And the, and the DILF feels like a character for women's pornography, which is why it has so much more um, emotional personality associated with it than mm-hmm. physical personality. Yeah, usually if you see a... Uh, older looking guy in porn it's to be juxtaposed with a much younger looking woman Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. very good well i'm glad that we talked about this and i'm really looking forward to our hairy episode getting hairy with it don't know what you're talking about pubophilia pubophilia this is just gonna be next week all the time please tune in next week for pubophilia yeah let's change your index is gonna be a not applicable. Yeah, unless you like choke somebody with your hair. I guess uh, technically, if a giant, <laughs> if a giant Tony Soprano-sized man is on mm-hmm. top of you, you are at risk of being crushed. Mm-hmm. They could have a heart attack and just collapse on you and die. But these are the standard risks of sex to begin with. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, uh, if you would like to support the show, you can uh, leave a review on iTunes. That is a uh, the number one way to support the show, which we always, always leave out. I also have recently got us signed up for a uh, donation thing called Cash. You just send us cash in the mail. <laughs> it's Venmo. My no. Venmo is Chris. T- <laughs> no, we do not. Want, we do not want the government involved in this. We want cash tips. I will be providing an address upon request. Just send us cash, no questions asked. Minimum donation of four hundred thousand dollars. Or also, I do if you accept send, if you send all us, Venmo donations, <laughs> if you do um, mail us your mailing address or email us your mailing address, we can mail you a g-string in which to tuck the money into, and then you can mail the g-string back. We'll also, just give us some. Oh, well, of that's our getting DNA. expensive. I think I think I'd be will, I'd be willing to invest in that. Just I'll for email the sake you. Of uh, I'll email you some mozzarella sticks. They yeah. will be clean. Uh, and then you can also follow it. <laughs> Bless you. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitter at uh, Kinkcast Podcast. Uh, we're trying to be more active there, and every week we're going to be dropping hints about what next week's topic I is. I don't like this. I hope you can't. I, I hope you can figure this. it out. Hey, Chris, what's that one episode? And then you can also email us at uh, KinkcastPodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we love hearing from you. That's gmail.com for those not paying attention. Yes. Um. Uh, but uh, definitely uh, send, give us a rate and review on iTunes. Chris, also, like, like us on Facebook at KinkCastPodcast, or you can find us at KinkCastPodcast on FetLife. 
Chris, what's that one episode of The Sopranos with a big family dinner in it? It's that one episode where there's like a there's a bunch of people at dinner. Oh, I remember. Bunch of it's Italian the episode dishes. where uh, uh, James Gandolfini's in Italy and the priest comes over and uh, uh, his wife tries to fuck the priest, but then they don't. Is Ooh. that the one where he wakes up and there's a horse head in the bed? That's the Godfather. <laughs> hey, Chris, I also what's described that? like the one episode that doesn't have a family dinner. What's that one episode of The Sopranos where a guy gets whacked? Or no, it's the uh, that one episode where there's a dream in it. Is this the one with the choir guy that also isn't a soprano, but he's like a... Are you he's... making a joke about the soprano being a, yes. being a singing level? Yes, yes All right. I am. I prefer the altos. <laughs> I prefer the altos. That's a, that's a real SNL grade sketch you got there, Dana. Thank you. You could write that's for about, SNL. That's about the level that I operate oh. on all the time. So. I, uh, if anyone, if uh, uh, Lauren is listening... Uh, I, I'll write for SNL. Oh, I've got an idea for a sketch where uh, Kristen Wiig comes and sits down in a chair and just says, Orange Man Bad for food. Hey, where'd you get that body from? Where'd you get that body from? Where'd you get that body from? I got it.